Acts 2, 42 through 47. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. In Acts 2, verses 42 through 47, Luke gives to us a summary scene of the early Christian community. This remarkable depiction of the church, however, comes immediately after Peter has just proclaimed that the remarkable events at Pentecost are the signs that the promised Spirit of God has been poured out upon God's people. But why has God now poured out his Spirit? Peter is explicit that the Spirit has come because God has raised his messianic king from the dead and exalted him to God's right hand. The Spirit of God, then, is one of the primary ways that the resurrected Christ continues to be present with his people. The Spirit of the resurrected Messiah is certainly seen in his inspiration of prophetic speech as well as in signs and wonders. But Luke's placement of his summary of the Christian community suggests that the Spirit of Christ is also seen in the daily life of the church. The church is presented here in such a way that the very spirit that Israel's prophets look forward to manifests the character traits that the prophets also anticipated and called God's people unto. Those who have responded to Peter's proclamation of the Messiah are characterized as the very kinds of people that Israel's prophets expected and hoped for when the spirit would come. We see this when we see that the community is described as repentant and having turned to the Lord, which resonates with a host of prophetic passages. We see it also when Luke tells us that the community was selling their possessions in order to provide food for one another, one of the commands that characterizes many of the prophets. We see it also in that the community is here experiencing the presence of the divine, the presence of God through the signs and the wonders. And we also see it in that this community is now marked by unity, peace, and fellowship, all characteristics that the prophets anticipated when the Spirit of God was poured out upon God's people. But the Spirit of the resurrected Messiah is also seen in the early church for the way in which the Spirit inspires Jesus-like behavior. If one reads Acts with Luke's gospel also in mind, then one cannot help but notice that this group, has implemented Jesus' actions and teachings on food, possessions, and hospitality. The church is breaking bread, we see in verse 42, selling their property and possessions and are distributing them to anyone who has a need, in verse 45. And again, we see that they're breaking bread from house to house, and they're receiving their food with joy and sincerity of heart, in verse 46. Jesus, in the Gospel of Luke, was remembered as one who shared his saving presence with others precisely through his meal practices. And these meals were occasions for inclusivity, for the satisfaction of hunger, and were times of joy. See Luke 5, 27-32, Luke 19, 1-10, and elsewhere. 
And Jesus had even promised that the 12 disciples, that they would rule over God's people in God's kingdom precisely through eating and drinking at my table in my kingdom. See this in Luke 22, verses 29 through 30. We are led then to see this description of the church in Acts 2 as the successful implementation of Jesus' teaching and ministry that is now continuing in the life of the early church. The church should expect then that in their common communal life, the power of the resurrected Jesus is, will, is and will be in their midst. Luke tells us as much about the powerful presence of Jesus in the church when he tells us that the signs and wonders of the Spirit were present among them in verse 43, that there was a supernatural sense of joy and rejoicing in the goodness of God in verses 46 and 47, and that the Lord was present to add more people to the common life of the church, verse 47. It is precisely the presence of the risen Jesus that establishes this church as something more than a voluntary club or association and more like a family. They have real fellowship with each other. They sell their possessions for one another. They eat together and are even described as having had all things in common. This incredible depiction of unity indicates that a new family oriented around the spirit of the risen Messiah has come into existence. And this is what the prophets of the Old Testament had anticipated and expected when God would send his Messiah to reign and when the Spirit would come upon God's people. The church, when it rightly takes its cues from Acts 2, is the sign then that God has been faithful to his promises.